Hey, what's going on? Well, another week is upon us. Welcome to episode 43 of Outside the Shoot. I'm your host, Randy Frame. Before we get to the OTC Player of the Week, we have to take this time to welcome another member of the podcast family starting up this coming Friday, April 16th, as Beyond the Dugout launches from the boys down in New Zealand. Jason Gerby, better known as Chopper in the softball world, and Damian Collins are your hosts. They plan on focusing on fast pitch around New Zealand to start with, but uh, they'll include a sports show of New Zealand rugby, rugby national league, MLB, NBA, and basketball New Zealand, just to name a few. Their first guest this week is New Zealand Black Sox slugger Wayne Lalu, which should be absolutely fantastic. So anybody wanting to check out Beyond the Dugout, you can do so wherever you listen to us on any platform, you know. Uh, so yeah, can't wait to hear Chopper and Damien do their thing. Best of luck, boys. Now on to this week's OTC Player of the Week, and they come to us from Pace, Florida, as lefty pitcher Jaden Hevener takes home the weekly honors. Jaden went 3-0 on the week, allowing no earned runs, just four hits, and a whopping 51 strikeouts over 21 innings, leading the Pace Patriots to victory. Amazing job, Jaden. That's just ridiculous. Like, as a pitcher, 51 strikeouts in 21 innings, that's amazing. On to this week's guest, in keeping with the New Zealand theme, we sat down and chatted with New Zealand Black Sox captain and 2017 world champion Cole Evans. Being 22 years of age, you you would figure that uh, there wouldn't be much to cover with Cole, but he has already had as much international experience as most players have had in their lifetime. Cole got his first taste of the men's game on the global scale at the 2015 ISF World Championships in Saskatoon at the ripe age of 17 and hasn't looked back, recently being named captain of the New Zealand Black Sox, which is incredible. We're going to chat with Cole about getting a start in the game, what the modern ball scene was like growing up, of course those uh, 2015 ISF Worlds, as well as what it was like being named team captain of such a storied franchise at such a young age. Cole was awesome to chat with, and we can't wait to see what's in store for this amazing talent going forward. So as usual, grab that drink, sit back, relax, cause here we go. I've got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. I can't describe what I'm feeling, ain't never felt this freedom. I've got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. Ain't never felt this freedom, could you, could you say that? Right. <laughs> man. Oh, shit. What's going on, Hobie? Not much, man. How about yourself? <laughs> getting over the... Getting over your Kim Carnes voice? <laughs> I still kind of have it a little bit. I mean, <laughs> you were a real ladies' man for the last few interviews. But, but the funny thing is, like in podcast world, this is only the day after it interviewed Stacey. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which would have been last week's episode, but... Uh, but you've gotten better since. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm coming around now. <laughs> yeah, and you had to have a COVID test, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right up your poop shoot, I heard. <laughs> That's not a COVID test. No, that guy hitchhiking with those things, it's those swabs. That's yeah. not the COVID guy. Uh, he got me. <laughs> he got you again. <laughs> he got me again. <laughs> yeah, I don't, like I said before, I like I like props to everybody that have to get that on the daily because uh, yeah, it's not that fun. I don't imagine <laughs> it burns. I know those rotational workers. Like uh, we have a kid on our team. His dad works out west, and unfortunately, he had to come home for his grandmother's funeral. Mm. He had had three COVID tests before he could attend the funeral. 
So that's three Man. swabs up your nose. But I, yeah, you know what? Hats off to those people that have to do it because I certainly don't want to do it. <laughs> no. And knock on wood, I haven't had to have it and uh, because I've been feeling great. Mm. And uh, I certainly don't want to have it. Yeah. I just but found if, a but if I have to, I would. Yeah. Course. But I mean, I found it where the, you know, there's been no bugs around for like the last year. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden I, I get this and it was almost every symptom of COVID yeah. except for the, you know, the lack of uh, taste and smell. Yeah. And yeah. I'm thinking- what the hell? Where do these bugs come from? All yeah, of a sudden, just some kid at school. Because yeah. your daughter was there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's definitely where you got, got her from. Her and anyway, but uh, so yeah, I heard you uh, had a little mishap tonight on the ice. Well, yeah. So I, I you know, as I, I coach hockey and uh, we're in the midst of our playoffs, kids are playing great. Mm-hmm. But I have this one heat-seeking missile kid on the team <laughs> that uh, for the second time this year, you know, I, I'm explaining a drill or talking about what didn't work right and. Uh, I finished talking and I start just skating backwards slowly and this kid skated behind me and without seeing me and tripped me. And of course I'm not wearing gear, as you know, as a coach. <laughs> so I went down like a freaking ton of bricks, smashed my elbow, smashed my knee, smashed my hips. And all the kid says to me is, oh, got you again. <laughs> I wanted to break my stick on his leg. I love the kid, but holy shit. Oh my God. And I'm not a small person. That's uh, six yeah. foot four of 230 pounds falling to the ice <laughs> right on my fucking elbow. I wasn't Man. a happy camper. But, and I showed it too because I slammed my stick and I took a slap shot in the corner. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> yeah, I was so mad. Oh my God, I was mad. Oh, not uh, mad at the kid, just yeah, mad no. at the fact that I fell. Yeah. So when I got off, when I just came out of the rink, uh, the parents are waiting outside and then uh, one guy, Terry, he says, so that hurt? I was like, oh, fuck yeah. He goes, how was your knee? I said, oh, it's good. And another old Newfoundlander standing there, Kenny, he goes, well, how about, what about your pride? I said, my fucking pride? I said, I didn't fall on purpose. The kid fucking tripped me. And then they said, what'd you do to the kid? I said, I punched him in the face in the dressing room. <laughs> and I took his pizza pizza. You're going to give me a coffin fit here. Sorry, dude. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, it's all fun. Oh, man. Until I have to ice my elbow later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, what's on the front with the uh, ball field in Lance? Oh, yeah. So as we spoke of about the government grant, I met with Cody Boyce again, uh, our MP for King's Hands, and uh, he said they're actually making the announcement this coming week, which is whatever on the podcast. Will be. <laughs> it's probably already happened. <laughs> yeah, it would have happened probably. Uh, they're going to make the announcement so that we can start laying the uh, the footwork to actually get this done. Of course, everything's so wet right now, we couldn't get a truck near the ball field because mm-hmm. it would just sink into it. Right. But uh, super excited. Get those lights up and get those fence fixed. Right. Away we go. And as we just talked about, we're getting closer to ball season now. Yeah. Weather's getting warmer. Although it's just raining for the last little bit. But I know. But that that last week we had. Oh my God, man. It was like oh. summer. I was just, why can't we just press? When we were in the dome there yeah, a couple weeks Sunday. ago, we were like, well, why can't we be outside? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, because it's awfully wet. Yeah. Yeah. True enough. Still very excited though. Yep. On to our guest. Big yeah. guest. Big yep. guest coming. Yeah. He. It's not fair. I know. Yeah. What a what a long career he's had. Yeah. The poor bastard. <laughs> Twenty two years of age. Years. Played in three worlds. Yeah, yeah. Pretty amazing. Yeah. It's it. I can't wait to you know listen to Cole's uh, yeah stories he has to tell. I mean, he's only twenty two, but it, it, he's definitely got a ton of stories to tell us. Well, he's already already witnessed so much at a young age on the big stage. Yeah. Um, he has a friggin' bright future ahead of him. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. As long as yeah. we get this COVID horse shit out of the way. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, they're scheduled to host in 2022. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, fingers crossed it can happen. And yeah. as we just spoke about with, uh, you know, the impending COVID issue and the fact that they're, they're looking at possibly hosting nationals for the Canadian nationals this summer in Saskatoon. And then you hear it on the news this morning that Ontario just went into a 28 day lockdown, I yeah. believe starts tomorrow or Monday, perhaps Yeah, where everything is shutting down for a month. Yeah. So COVID cases are rotten there right now. And in fact, across Canada, they're not doing very well. I know. Except in our province. Although we had, 
We had, we had nine today? We had nine today, but they're all travel related. Like, Yeah, but five were travel related family like that left and went overseas. Yeah. Like what in the name of Jesus are you thinking? <laughs> I mean, unless it was for a funeral or something, of course. Yeah. Why would you take the chance of traveling? I know. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's dumbfounding to be honest. Yeah. I just hope that the, you know, and then you look at the Facebook messages and the people are just bashing them like, stay in your country, stay in your yeah. province, don't leave. I mean, there could be circumstances around it, Yeah, but I know my family, we want to travel. Yeah. We're not fucking traveling. Exactly. No, I don't want to get COVID and I don't want to get my bum swabbed. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Especially from <laughs> that guy on the side of the road that dude, ran yeah. into me. <laughs> Stop picking up hitchhikers. Yeah. Uh, sorry, man. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's, uh, let's get to Cole, see what he has to say. Absolutely. All right. All right, here we go. Cole, thanks for coming on the podcast, pal. Hey, no worries. Thanks for having me, guys. How's uh, how's things going down in New Zealand? Yeah, pretty good, actually. I mean, in regards to COVID and that, we're all sort of, we're getting through it. Um, and software-wise, our, our season sort of just finished up. So, bit of a break now, and, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I was going to actually touch on that. Do you, uh, big national win a few, few weeks ago. How nice was that to get under your belt after the, the year we just had? Yeah, very good, mate. Um, yeah, it was, it was a great tournament. Um, it was well played. Uh, and yeah, just, just to get another national tournament is, it's huge. Um, it's the pinnacle of New Zealand softball and, and that's sort of threw on the trot for us at the minute. Um, I think 20, what was it? 2019 was, was canceled because of COVID. Um, and we had the two previous, so yeah, three on the trot. Nice. Right on. You know, what's funny is, uh, typically when we say, Hey Cole, how are you? Or whenever a guest comes on, you're, you're normally like, Hey Cole, how are you Jenny and the three kids doing? Yeah, but Cole's twenty two <laughs> fucking years old. <laughs> Going on, have three kids. <laughs> That's so true. true. <laughs> and who's Jenny? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! So sorry to throw you off. Uh, sorry, yeah, you threw me right out there. <laughs> so I, I got to ask about the the nationals there. Actually, hope you watched a little bit of it too. There I on, did, yeah. online. What's it like playing on the on the artificial turf there? That must be different. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the the fields down here are turf. Oh, uh, our home field we play at at Ramblers' turf. Uh, there's probably yeah three or four diamonds in Auckland that are are turf, um, as well as the, I think that's the only one around the country in, in Wellington. Um, but yeah, a lot of the fields um, in Auckland are turf. So I mean, I really like it, especially on the infield. I mean, you're not getting a bad bounce or wow. you're not getting that sort of dirt hop. Um, it's it's pretty comfortable to field on, and it's pretty much good to go rain. Yeah, true. You know, regardless, you you can play on it. Yeah, that's 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 true, man. Are you gonna look into that? <laughs> yeah, can we get that in Canada here? <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, it's it's very good. I mean, the talk down here is, I mean, why not more fields like it? Yeah, you, know, you can play regardless year round, um, and it's probably be good for you guys with your sort of weather. Mm. Um, yeah, it's probably not a bad idea to to sort of have a look at. Yeah. Well, uh, so the entire field is turf, or yeah, or, or yeah. Is that, it, is that it one, grass the one in field? Wellington that we played. Um, on the weekend, that's mm-hmm. what a couple of weeks ago. That just the infield is turf. Okay. Um, but then there's a couple of other fields up in Auckland that are like a full. It's sort of a multi-purpose venue, I guess. They play soccer and rugby and stuff on them as oh, well. Oh, okay, I got you. Um, and that's sort of a full field. Um, but yeah, I mean, I really like it. Like I said, on the infield, it's awesome to be able to sort of trust the bounce and. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. really nice. Yeah, you know, we played on a ball field in Donnacona, Quebec. Uh, the field was dirt. 
from the infield all the way up to the outfield fence. fence. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to talk about bad hops yeah. all over the motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing was dirt. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. That. Yeah. Anyway, Cole, we uh, we started a little uh, a new segment on here two weeks ago called Quick Pitches. I'm gonna. Yep. I'm gonna just something to break the ice here. I'm gonna I'm gonna reel off uh, ten questions, random questions, and <laughs> yep. uh, you answer them as uh, best you can, man. Yeah, sweet. All right, so here we go. Uh, would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? <laughs> Whoa. You're fucked. Animals, I think. I mean, no one's ever talked to animals, so <laughs> I mean, you'd have to talk to little. animals, but it's pretty sweet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. I want you to ask me these questions. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, next is uh, texting or talking? Uh, talking. Yeah. Uh, last Halloween costume? Ooh. Uh that's tough. Maybe I'm probably just a baseball player. I mean, that's pretty standard. Yeah. Um, for me, that that's always in the cupboard. So yeah, probably <laughs> just a baseball player. Right on. Uh, favorite MLB team? Uh, oh, probably the Yankees. Uh, yeah. Okay, Yankees. we're shutting this fucking <laughs> yeah, thing down now. Shutting her down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a Red Sox fan. I'm a Jays fan. Here's yeah. a Yankees fan. We're all in the same division now. Uh, bevy of choice. Uh, export. Okay. Export gold. Rugby or cricket? Oh, rugby for sure. Okay, because you don't understand cricket like us, or <laughs> no? I mean, cricket's big down here. Yeah. Uh, oh, I know it is. It's probably I, I yeah. It's, it's New Zealand's main sport in summer, so yeah. I mean, it's always on the telly, but I mean, we sort of try and it competes for softball, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, your go-to meal? Pasta. Right on. Uh, is it true there's more sheep in New Zealand than people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be honest, mathematically, I'm not sure, but it seems like it when you go for a drive around town or whatever, you know, it go for a little road trip, the there's that many sheep around. Yeah, I, I think I read, I actually read on, I think it's like seven to one right now. Yeah. It used to be 20 to one back in the day. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. And there was a lot yeah, of sheep with, uh, a lot of sheep with rubber boots on their back legs pointed towards the ocean too, wasn't there? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, next is, what exactly is mince and cheese pie? <laughs> Outstanding. One of the best foods going, to be fair. I mean, it's not good for sort of athletes and stuff, fitness wise or whatever, but they're very good. Oh, yeah. Very good. What is it? Mince. It's a, uh, it's a pastry pie, um, like a, a circular sort of pastry, um, just filled with, yeah, mince and cheese. Okay. Jesus. Right yeah, it's outstanding. All right. Last question. Uh, favorite Black Sox uniform color combination? Oh, just a standard black. Black top with the white pants. Right on, yeah. Yeah, nice yeah. and traditional. Pretty sharp. Pretty sharp, pretty sharp. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, so with every guest, we start off with, uh, tell us when and where you got your start in the game. I know it was so long ago. In 2016 <laughs> when I was <laughs> born. Yeah, I mean, my family's huge, huge softball supporters. Uh, I mean, pretty much my granddad, he played. My dad played. Aunties, uncles, sort of everyone played. So, I mean, my start was really just at the ballpark from a very young age. I think my first sort of organized game was probably four. You're playing like under six T-ball down here, um, down at Ramblers. And yeah, it, it sort of just kicked on from there. So my start's probably, yeah, four years old at Ramblers Softball Club. Wow. Right on. Yeah. So six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so you you touched on your, your grandfather there. Uh, that, it's Stu Kinghorn, of course. Uh, yeah. Iconic figure in the city softball scene down there. Has he helped you along the way, you know, given any good advice? Oh, for sure. I mean, he's, he's sort of not one to show away from, from making comments and stuff like that. So <laughs> after any games, whatever, he was sort of the first one to give you some criticism, um, regardless of how good you went. I mean, to be honest, you could go four for four with three home runs and a triple or something, and 
oh, he still kicked that one in the field in the fourth inning. You know, so <laughs> he was always one to sort of to keep you grounded, which is which is pretty good. Right on. You know what? That leads to a really good point. And I'm sort of kind of walk away from the, what we're talking with Cole, but, but in coaching, uh, I said to the kids, even just recently coaching hockey. So I had a parent had to call our head coach because I disciplined one of our kids and I, I disciplined the kid because he made a mistake. So when he came to the bench, I talked to him about it and then he went out and did it right the next time. So he went home all bent out of shape because he thought I benched him. So when he came back to the rank the next day, I said, you know, kid. I can't say his name because <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to say it actually. But anyway, I said, kid, I don't benefit from this. Only you do. So when I get angry with you, do you think I benefit from it? Do you think I go home and say, oh yeah, I just blasted the shit out of the nine-year-old. <laughs> he goes, well, no. I said, well, that's right. So when I'm coaching you, I'm giving it so you get better. So like Cole just said, your grandfather, even though you went four for four, you still kick that goddamn ball. Next time you might try a little harder not to kick the ball. Yeah. It's all about coaching. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now back to Cole's podcast. <laughs> you got your rant out of the way. Oh, so pissed off. So what was the uh, what was the uh, minor ball like growing up there, Cole? Like uh, you know, growing up through until you you know you seventeen. Yeah, uh, it was very good. Um, and I mean, the amount of T-ball kids, um, sort of under tens. I mean, I'm only speaking sort of from when I was growing up at Ramblers or whatever in the Auckland softball scene. But um, there was that many kids at the park on a Wednesday night training. Um, yeah, from pretty much under 10 down was unreal. Just the amount of numbers that were there. Um, and then, yeah, it, it really did kick on through, through, I mean, you, you sort of graduate to like a softball, um, yeah, softball module at probably under 11s, under 12s. And I mean, there was still plenty of numbers around and it's a good competition. Yeah. Auckland good. is probably, yeah, the, the strongest competition in New Zealand. Um, and yeah, just the numbers and growing, growing up was very good. Excellent. That's awesome. Right on. Well, I want to talk about, uh, 2015, uh, I don't think I've ever heard of a 17-year-old burst on the softball scene, you know, at the men's national level, let alone the world level. Um, can you maybe walk us through the, the process of uh, being named to the Black Sox that year? Yeah, I mean, um, I'd sort of been playing premier softball, premier softball, club softball for probably, yeah, a couple of years. Um, and I think I think it was 2014, maybe. I went to the Junior World Series um, okay. in... Whitehorse um, and played okay there, played all right, um, and then come back and and probably had a bit more of a crack in the Premier Softball scene in New Zealand or whatever, and uh, yeah, we went to the Nationals and and played quite well. Um, d- didn't didn't hit out of my skin or anything like that, but but played okay, and then um, sort of got a look in it. They had a New Zealand trial um, following that tournament, and uh, yeah, again played okay, and then probably yeah, two or three weeks later, you get the call from Mark saying. We're taking you to Saskatoon, which yeah, I never thought was sort of possible. Um, so that was unreal. And then, yeah, it, it all sort of just went from there, and, and it happened all pretty fast, to be honest. <laughs> Did it ever? Um, Jeez. Yeah. Like that. that yeah. So, I, like, tell tell us about getting that call from Mark. That must have been an incredible feeling. Yeah, unreal, mate. Like that. That's sort of what you you start playing softball, or whatever. And from it, from four years old when I first started, that's that's what you want to do. You want to play for the Black Sox and. And that was all I sort of ever wanted to do was play for the Black Sox and and to get the call so early on in my career, um, yeah. yeah, it was something you'll never forget. I mean, my, I just remember, I think I rang after that call, I rang my parents and I rang my granddad, and obviously you can imagine how my granddad felt about yeah. it. Oh, um, yeah. And that that was just one of yeah, a pretty cool moment. That's right freaking awesome. So, what was it like walking onto that club, you know, with so many big names in the in the world of fast pitch? Oh yeah, and I mean at that time they just won the World Series in 2013 previous. So 
majority of those those guys were still around. You know, your, your Brad Rona, your Nathan Nukunuku, your Heine Shannon, mm-hmm. um, all those sorts of guys who are legends of New Zealand software were still around on the side. So to, to walk into that side and Ben and Oka, those sorts of names, um, yeah, it was pretty unreal, to be honest, yeah, just well, to be able to be amongst it. Yeah. Yeah. What? At 16, 17 or whatever it was, it, it was incredible. So, like, were, were they receptive of you? Like, were they, like, how, how was that? Yeah, I mean, it's going back probably five or six years. But from, from memory, they they were all good. I mean, I'd, I'd sort of played decent enough to sort of gain a little bit of respect throughout, you know, the, the national tournament we had and then the troll. Um, and I, I went okay. And, yeah, I mean, they were all pretty good about it. And they were all pretty receptive as you said that they're, mm-hmm. they're all pretty good guys right oh, yeah. so that 2015 worlds in saskatoon that must have been an eye-opener for you would i be correct in saying that yeah i mean the, the, the standard is it's obviously a step up from from club softball or whatever but just the the, the global the scale sort of, of the event i mean the amount of people that turned out to that stadium every night or whatever to watch us play and just to be around the event was crazy. The stadium was was packed. Um, it, it was unreal. I mean, a 16, 17 year old kid never played in front of that many people. So to, to do that was was pretty insane. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just just the quality of of pitching and and hitting and stuff like that was yeah, it was awesome. Now, were were you playing right out of the get go? Like, did did you play every game? No, I I think we opened up against Argentina, um, and I didn't get on in that one. Uh, I think we lost maybe two or three nil, three two, something like that. We, we went down, um, and then I think we came out against Canada the next night. And uh, I think Tyson Tyson Byrne he was playing short, and he I don't know if he pulled his hammy or he did something to his leg or something. So he was out, and then I got thrown in. So I think we were we were, might have been up up two nil or something like that against Canada. So the the crowds. Packed. Yeah, it's a yeah. packed house. It's a it's the game of the tournament, pretty much of the round robin. Um, and I'm getting thrown in there in the fourth or the fifth. <laughs> um, and then it was yeah, into it. Um, it. It sort of wasn't an easy sort of start to yeah. my international <laughs> career, really. Yeah, I mean, really. Canada, it's Canada in Canada is not an easy game to no. first off. And then it wasn't like I sort of got my feet wet against sort of an easier side. It was straight in the deep end. And but I mean, it was awesome. I think that was beneficial, to be fair. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, when you got thrown in there, like, how were the nerves? How was your diaper? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was sort of halfway through the game, and it all happened pretty quick again. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like I had a chance to sort of get myself worked up over or anything like that. It was sort of like, hey, mate, warm your arm up, you're going in. Mm-hmm. So it, it all happened pretty quick, and I jumped out there, and yeah, I didn't go too bad. I mean. I don't remember much to be fair. It was sort of all, yeah. all a bit of a whirlwind or whatever. So, I mean, I was just happy to make some contact with the bat and, and make a couple of plays. <laughs> nice. How, how was that? Uh, how was it? The atmosphere playing in that final game against Canada? Oh, unreal! Mm. Just again, that, that just the amount of people that turned out to support um, their side and they're so passionate about the softball over there. Um, and I mean, they let you know if how they feel about you if they're not happy with you, you know. So yeah, yeah, it was. It was unreal. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I I went like I've watched that game a lot of times. Of course, we've talked about it on the podcast here. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was yeah. a, a big moment in Canadian history. Yeah, with, oh for sure. With, yeah. with Lolly. Um, yeah, but yeah, that was. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I, mean, I like. I can't imagine. You know, being thirty years old, being yeah. playing in that game, let alone being yeah. seventeen. Yeah. 
That's yeah, crazy. I mean, it's, it's we lost. I mean, for that junior world series the year before, we lost the final. We got we got smoked ten or something. So then to come out in the next one in the men's game, whatever, we go up early five nil. Mm. I'm like, well, this men's sort of thing, this is easy. You know, <laughs> <it's> just, <Yeah. laughs> this is nothing sort of thing. Yeah. And then you know, an innings later. Malali hits a home run, and another inning later, he hits another home run, and two innings later, he hits one more. Yeah. It's three home runs in the game, or whatever, and single handedly pretty much beats us nine five. Um, yeah, nine or ten five, whatever it was. But yeah, it was unreal. This performance in that game was crazy. I mean, I don't think you'll ever sort of see anything like that again. No, no. let's stop talking about it. Yeah, no. We, yeah. We I mean, good for some. Lolly. <laughs> <laughs> Lolly's going to listen to this and say, man, those guys love me. They over love there. me, boy. <laughs> they love me, boy. <laughs> so uh, was it after the, those worlds that you, you know, you decided to leave softball and decide to try baseball here in Canada? Yeah, that. I mean, that 2015 World Series, I went okay. And then um, my auntie, she lives in, in Vancouver. And when we've been playing over there, we had a couple – sort of warm-up tournaments and stuff and a few people come out and watched and you know a couple of people on sort of the local baseball scene over there um and, and she i finished school in 2015 pretty much after that world series and she said come on over i've talked to a couple of people and we've got you we've got you a gig at, at one of the sides it was just sort of the the high school uh, british columbian baseball league um and yeah i sort of packed it up for six months and then went over there and, and gave it a nudge and had a great experience. So, how was it? Like, I, I mean, I've never played a game of baseball in my life, but uh, you know, yeah, it's too far to run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, is it what? <laughs> how? It, it was good. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a great experience. Uh, the games, as similar as they are, they're a lot different. Um, just the distances and and sort of mechanics and and that side of thing is is a lot different to softball. Softball, you can pretty much get away with sort of raw talent. Mm-hmm. You know, just a bit of raw power and and quick hands and things like that you can get away with but it's sort of in baseball it kind of exposes those sort of technique side of things because mm-hmm. um, you have to be pretty sound to to be able to make the long throw or things like that so I mean the game side of things it, it was a lot different and it took a little bit to get used to but I mean the, it was just crazy to go from a New Zealand softball player who I mean in regards to local talent like I, I was I was half decent I, I was pretty good in regards to the other talent but to go over there and you're a, you're sort of a small fish in a big pond, um, that would that was different. I mean, the, the standard was pretty was was very good, um, and that sort of that sort of put it on the scale of that's in British Columbia, where I don't I don't know how many Canadian big leaguers are there. What is it? Not many. Ten, fifteen, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, not a whole lot. And I mean, the standard the standard of baseball there was was crazy. Mm. Um, I just hate to think what the standard is like in sort of those Texas and and those sorts of places where they're baseball mad. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. That, that was sort of the eye-opener, the, the, the standard, how good it was. Yeah. yeah. So did you have, uh, I understand you had the, the Twins and Jays were, you know, talking to you a little bit? Yeah, I mean, they, they the Twins approached me um, a, a couple times and, and was sort of talking about things and, and whatnot. Um, it, it just sort of, it didn't it didn't happen as I'd sort of seen it happening, sort of thing. I mean, I, I sort of planned to go over there for the six months, and it all happened pretty quick, like it had happened for me, sort of down here. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it sort of didn't play out that path, and uh, sort of the talk sort of faded away or whatever. And then it was sort of I just come home and and sort of carried on with my softball. Right on. So did they want you to like attend college? Is that what what it was? Uh, the time I'd gone over. Or, I was a bit late or something. I, I just missed um, 
being able to be drafted on that that year. So it was something like I would have had to go on for another year or two to then be able to be looked at to get taken um, in the draft or something okay. like that. So I don't, I didn't really understand how it fully worked out, but it was sort of getting pushed out a couple of years, two years or whatever. So yeah, again, I, I sort of just, just backed it up. Right on. So now I read that there, there really isn't a great relationship between baseball and softball in New Zealand. Like what's the story there? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it sort of just comes from the competition really. I mean, softball's always been, um, of a very good standard uh, and competed well on a world stage and, and, and baseball um, has been quite a minor sport um, and, and didn't sort of have the same numbers that softball did. So, I mean, a, lo- a lot of softballers um, who weren't really performing that well on the, on a local stage would go and play baseball. <laughs> um, and then it, it was kind of like softball was the major sport and baseball was the minor sport. Um, and they really competed against each other. I mean, I'd, why? I don't know. Um, and it was sort of, I don't know if it was from the bodies themselves, the governing bodies of, of baseball and softball, but I mean, I, I can't see why why they can't get along and we make it work, especially for, for a lot of young guys now. Um, there's some good opportunities to go and play overseas in both sports. And I mean, yeah, I can't see why we can't, can't sort of make it work. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, can't we just get along? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So actually, I wanted to ask when when you left. Was there like what was the conversation with Mark like? Uh, you know, before you left. Yeah, I mean, it, it sort of didn't sit well with a lot of people. A lot of people didn't like it. Um, but Mark was very understanding. Um, he'd sort of he, he sort of had a great understanding. I mean, I think he'd been approached a couple of times as well um, throughout his softball career um, to do something like that. So I mean, he understood. I mean, I, I was sixteen, seventeen years old. I, there was always softball to sort of come back to, um, mm-hmm. and, and he was happy for me to sort of go away and, and give it a nudge. Right on. So uh, when you when you come back, was everybody receptive? You know, when you when you made your return. Yeah, I mean, it, it was all good. I mm-hmm. mean, I think everyone did understand. And like I said, I mean, I, I was quite young. I was seventeen, heading over. So I mean, I mean, you can't really be yeah exactly. be angry at some bloke for for <laughs> going over and having a nudge. So yeah, it, no, everyone was pretty good. Right on. Yeah. Like, why would you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're young. <laughs> yeah. Like those older. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. 2017, pretty big year for you and the Black Sox. Uh, you yeah. capture gold at WBSC World Championships here in Canada, up in Whitehorse. Yeah. Uh, safe to say, greatest accomplishment to date? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, especially after the disappointments of 2014 in the Junior World Series and 2015 in the Men's World Series, um, losing to both finals and then yeah, to go in 2017 and finally get one, yeah, it was unreal. Yeah, I I know you were in Whitehorse for juniors as well. What was the, uh, you know, what did you think of the uh, the daylight up there? Pretty weird being 11 p.m. and it's still light out, eh? Yeah, it, it's something different. I mean, we had, in that build-up to 2014, the juniors, we had uh, Nick Hayes, who had been up there previous. Um, I think his juniors were up there. So he came and talked to us and then sort of explained it to give us a little bit of a an insight into sort of what was happening and then, um, you know, we've had a week or two leading in. We were told, you know, get your blindfolds out and start sleeping with sort of a face covering over your eyes so you can sort of <laughs> be able to sleep and that. But, I mean, once we got up there, like the curtains in the hotels and all that were pretty good and, and it was never really a problem. It was just, yeah. it was different. Like it, you, there was no lights at the park. You know, we had, I don't know, seven, seven or eight o'clock game. There was no lights at the park. We're like, how are we going to play in this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. But uh, yeah, obviously, it doesn't get very dark, so yeah. it wasn't too bad. Yeah. So lead us, lead us into the into winning that championship. I mean, 
tell us about that run. That must have been like that was amazing. Yeah, I mean, twenty seventeen. We'd had the disappointment of twenty fifteen, and and I think we worked pretty hard in leading into twenty seventeen. Um, we, we played quite well through the tournament. Um, I think Canada, that Canada game was pretty much the turning point. That was sort of where it was like we've, we've got a chance here. Um, I think we went down, might have been nine, nine two, nine three, <laughs> um, and then the rain come in, um, and then we had a bit of a, a delay, and then the rain coming again, and another delay, um, and then yeah, we come out and we just hit the ball. We hit the ball well. I think Callan Campaign hit a grand slam. Um, and then before you knew it, it was, I think we finished up 11, nine or something like that. Yeah. It was um, score. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, yeah. And it was like, Oh, here we go. You know, if we can come back from that deficit against Canada in Canada, you know, we're a real chance here. Um, and then, yeah, we, it sort of just, just rolled on. Um, and then obviously in the final, Joel Evans comes up with probably one of the biggest hits in New Zealand softball history. And, we win the game six four. Right on. That's yeah. Crazy. Man. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love hearing these. And it's stories. still daylight outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, just that hit. I mean, it was late in the game, probably fifth or sixth. I think we were down I think we might have been down four two or something at that point and getting laid again going we just lost the one before you know, we just lost the one previous. Been being up five nil or whatever. Maybe it's just it's not our chance to win. Hmm. our world series you know maybe i'm not going to do it i've lost two previous this is me <laughs> yeah. third you know yeah. and we're in the final again down four two late and then yeah just to see that ball sail over the fence and and take the lead six four was pretty yeah that was incredible i mean i was fighting back the tears in the field yeah you know yeah. been like you know we've pretty much done it how was uh how'd your granddad take it yeah well i mean that was the first sort of tournament where none of my family had traveled to watch i mean I had pretty much my whole family there in, in Whitehorse, the juniors, and then a lot of them travelled to Saskatoon, and then 2017, I had no family there. So it was a pretty different feeling, but... Because they, they were probably like, we're, we're not going to Whitehorse, where the hell yeah. is Whitehorse? <laughs> well, that was one of the things that they'd been already, they'd been previous, so they were like, well, there wasn't a lot up there, to be oh, fair. Oh, that's right, yeah. There wasn't much for us to do during, during the days or whatever, so they sort of just held off, but I mean, yeah, again, that phone call after was a pretty good call. They were probably all like, oh, man, I didn't sleep last time I was there. It's fucking daylight all day long. <laughs> I'm not going back there. Yeah. That's awesome. That I, I, I love hearing stories, you know, championship stories. That's, that's, well, that's awesome. why we do this. It's why amazing. We do it. yes. I love it. So we do that. And to talk about your performance at 2009 Nationals. No. Yes. <laughs> so <Wait. laughs> 2019, uh, you guys go into Worlds, you know, with big target on your back, defending champs. Uh, yeah. Obviously not the showing you won at finishing fourth. What was your biggest takeaway from those worlds, do you think? I, I, just, I just think that the takeaway from that was just the competition around the world and how good it was getting. Um, I mean, we, we hadn't done anything really different leading into that World Series. It wasn't, there were no drastic changes or anything like that. Um, probably we may be guilty of a little bit of complacency. Um, but yeah, I, I just think the rest of the world is, is getting a lot better. I mean, just Argentina, their growth in the last... Well, when they win that juniors, probably eight or ten years is unreal. Like, just the standard of pitching they've got now, um, they're hitting. They're just a great side, and then obviously the Japanese have have really improved their game too, and and they're really a powerhorse now. I, I'd say, yeah, probably one of the stronger stronger nations going. Yeah, actually, that that's good lead in from an excellent. I was going to say, you know, with with everything leveling off, you know, on the playing field, who do you who are some of the players in today's game that you know you enjoy watching? 
I mean, some of those Argentinian pitches are pretty good. Mata, seeing him throws pretty, he throws well. Mm. Um, and then that Japanese, the shortstop, I think is is it Uni? Um, yeah, we we. I mean, I didn't see a lot of him playing the World Series, but we played him a couple of times in the build up, and he made some unreal plays. Yeah, diving in the hole backhand with a glove flick the third to get a force out. <laughs> things awesome yeah, i've never yeah. seen something like that before yeah, yeah. just unreal well yeah the, the japanese are uh, their defense i mean that's something they work on continuously i know yeah, they practice nine times a day don't they yeah something yeah. No, like <laughs> nine hours a day nine hours a day yeah. well that could be well, and they're turning, turning out to games two or three hours before whatever getting their warm-up in yeah it's something we don't really consider doing to be fair yeah true enough so uh some of the who's some of the toughest pitchers you faced uh, I mean, over the years, probably that the toughest pitcher I've faced is Ramon Jones. Uh, we, we, I think we played him in the 2015 um, build-up in the, the local. We played one of the local tournaments um, in the build-up to 2015, and I'd never seen someone throw the ball that hard. Yeah, like it was. I didn't see it to be honest. I mean, yeah. I think I saw six pitches swung six times, <laughs> and maybe touched the ball once or twice. Like it was something I'd never seen before. Yeah, wow, it was incredible. I was expecting somebody like uh, Cheese or or Adam or Cleary or something like that. Yeah, I, I've never I've never faced Cheese. Um, really? Yeah. No. Nah. Wow. Maybe maybe once, but yeah. I, I mean, when he comes down, he comes down to New Zealand or whatever and plays, and he plays with us. Oh. Uh, so yeah. in regards to that, yeah, I've never seen him. Probably doesn't throw a lot of batting practice. <laughs> yeah. He, he's a good guy. Eh? We had him on the oh, podcast he's here. Oh, he's outstanding. Yeah. One of the better guys going. Just a really good guy. Yeah, super. Yeah. So February 2022, you guys are scheduled to host the World Championships in Auckland. I just knocked on wood. I saw that. How how, how excited are you guys? Uh, you know, to host this huge event. Oh, it's massive. I mean, it's it's great for New Zealand. Um, I mean, I was a young kid sitting in the stand in 2013, um, and and that's where sort of I had the inspiration to want to further and play Black Sox softball. So. I mean, to be able to get a chance to, well, hopefully get a chance in regards to the whole COVID situation going, yeah. um, to be able to get a chance to play, you know, a home world series. Yeah. Again, that's something that every kid sort of dreams of. Um, and I'm sure everyone's pretty excited about it. Yeah. So actually, I want to, that's one thing I never touched on. The fact that you're now the captain of the national team at 22 years of age. <laughs> What was yeah. it? What was Is your the, dad the coach? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is your grandfather coaching that team? What was it? Like, what was it like getting that news that you know you're taking over from Nathan as, as the you know Black Sox captain? Yeah, um, I mean it was it was sort of like being selected again for the first time. It was sort of that same that same phone call. Hmm. Uh, it, it's something you always sort of you don't really set out in softball or any sport to be the captain of your national team. You sort of just want to play for the national team. Yeah, um, and then to get honors on top of that is yeah it's, it's something pretty special um and you know something i don't take lightly you know there's been plenty of great captains like black great black Sox captains come before me and uh, hopefully i can just learn a lot in the new role and and yeah really push on and be a good captain right on. so what was that phone call like oh it's just special i mean again the, the phone call to be to be named in the team's good um well unreal but to be able to be <laughs> to be named as captain of the national team um yeah is something yeah I'll, I'll treat it forever that phone call and um yeah i hope i can be a good captain right on so yeah, i'm sure you will be moving forward you have a, uh, you have a long career still ahead of you what are some of the goals that you know you have for yourself and for the team 
Yeah, I mean, the, the Black Sox sort of history is for the last 40 years, whatever, is great. And then obviously to come in that last World Series, come the worst finish ever. Um, I mean, there's, there's sort of a bit of pressure leading into this next one. And, and hopefully we can just really improve and, and get ourselves back, um, yeah, on top of on top of world softball and and it really just just keep pushing ourselves to be better. Um, we, we were such a powerhouse for such a long time, and now sort of everyone's caught up to us. Um, so yeah, just hopefully we can get back to where you know I think New Zealand softball deserves to be, and uh, yeah, just a lot of hard work to come. Yeah, is, is is there anything that you personally think that you need to work on? Like I I mean yeah, there's don't pump his tires too much. He's 22. <laughs> is there anything you need to work on? <laughs> We got a coach right now. <laughs> is there yeah. anything in regards to you know New Zealand softball? No, like like personally, like you know whether obviously your fielding is elite is like I mean as far as like you know hitting or you know studying certain pitchers or anything. Is there something that you want to work on? Yeah, I mean, I sort of just take the approach, especially the hitting. It's just you know see the ball, hit the ball. Um, I don't try and sort of bring sort of game plans and picking pitches into into play too much. Um, and, and that's probably an, an element where I can sort of work on and hmm. uh, do a bit more study of the, the pitches I'm facing, especially on the international stage. Yeah. I mean, I haven't, I haven't really been um, and been to the, and played in the American circuit yet. So there's a lot of pitching who, you know, I, I haven't seen it. I'm seeing them for the first time at a world series or something like that. Um, so yeah, maybe just get around the other guys and, and learn some stuff off them in regards to that, that pitching. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I I sent you the message last night about uh, if you played in the ISCs yet. Yeah, uh, and you said no, and that has there there obviously has been teams in contact, and then COVID happened. Do you plan on yeah. coming over and you know playing over here? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's sort of just I've tried to get my myself sort of set up back here yeah. um, first before sort of getting over there and 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 trying that out. Um, I've pretty much got myself. Sort of sorted out down here. Qualified electrician now, so um, that sort of freed me up. Um, and then obviously COVID hit, so that that kind of put a spanner in the works. Um, but yeah, I'll definitely be keen to get over there in the next next few years. Were, were there teams? What teams were at? Were on are you going to tell us? Are you going to tell us? <laughs> are you going to tell, tell us? us? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, there's been a few teams chasing me pretty much ever since 2015. Yeah, um, to come over and and, and play. Um, Greg Leather at the Gators. Uh, not is he the Gators? No, he's the Gremlins, eh? Yeah. Greg Leather at the Gre- Gremlins. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's. Um, there's been blokes from the Twins. Um, I think Ostrander as well. Um, yeah, there's been a few approaches and stuff, and yeah, I mean, I sort of keep saying no, 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 but I mean, there's definitely going to be this chance in, in the next couple of years or whatever to get over. Right on. I hope you get over, man. It, yeah, for yeah, sure. Definitely. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'll definitely get there. You got lots of uh, good guys to direct you the right way too from. Uh, that play on your national team that's played over here as well. Yeah. So I'm sure you'll be fine. Yeah. And I mean, I, I talk a lot with, with guys like uh, Andrew Kirkpatrick, yeah. Cheese. Yeah. Um, and it, it, he's a great guy. So, I mean, he's someone who, you know, you can, you can trust what he's sort of saying. Yeah. We're, we're actually looking for a shortstop for a Thursday night league in Lance. I don't know if you're available. <laughs> <laughs> the pay is not great. <laughs> there might be a few free bed lights at the end of the game. That's about it. <laughs> oh, that's good enough for me, mate. Uh, okay. I'll sign him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, onto the, Last part of this, uh, called player association. Uh, I'm going to throw out a name to you and you can say as much about them or as little as you want. But before we start, can I ask a question? Oh, sure. Yeah. 
Cole? Hello? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I did, uh, I went on YouTube and saw some of your bat flip tricks and all. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, no, uh, very good. Uh, it didn't look bad at all. I noticed you, you have a little bit of a following on YouTube. Uh, are you associated with like a sponsor of some sort on YouTube? Cause I know. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, there's a, there's a place down here called, they call it the dugout. Um, and it's, uh, that they just pretty much do ice hockey and, and softball baseball equipment. Uh, and okay. yeah, that they sort of sort me out with, with, with gear and, and things like that. And yeah, they've been great for me. Jeez, that's good. Did you say ice hockey? Yeah, they do hockey as well. Yeah. Uh, in yeah. New Zealand? <laughs> I had no yeah. idea that they have, I think they've got a local league and stuff down here. Um, to be honest, I've never been in watch, so they don't know the quality of it. It's probably not that flash compared to what you guys see, but yeah, yeah there's, there's a league going down here. That what? just blew my mind away. Yeah, it's like the Jamaican bobsled team. <laughs> <laughs> that is insane. That's, That's awesome. Crazy. Yeah. What a great question. Thanks, Chris. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Anyway, on, back to the players. On the player association. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a name out to you. You can uh elaborate on them as much or as little as you want, all right? So it is. Uh throw out the first one, uh your coach Mark Sorensen. Oh great coach and, and obviously greatest player New Zealand's had. Well, right right to the point. <laughs> Thank you, coach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't want to give away anything yeah, on him, no. but uh, Mark's gonna say, "Okay, Cole, you're starting." Your <laughs> uh, <laughs> next on the docket is uh, Donnie Hale. Oh, great hitter! I mean, he—I've been around Donnie for probably the last four or five years, um, and, and he's sort of been quite a big influence on my career, um, hitting-wise. Uh, probably the best, one of the best hitters to ever do it, and to have him around um, at, at trainings and, and giving little, you know little ideas and, and things to help adjust my swing. It's, it's been awesome. He's sort of just come back. Um, just got, he's, he's been away probably the last couple of years. Um, been pretty flat out in Japan or whatever. And uh, he just come back and he's actually playing reserve grade at our, our club side. So it's been awesome to have oh, him back around trainings as well. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Uh, next is uh, Brad Rona. Again, great hitter. Brad, him and Donnie are pretty much in the same category. Two of the best hitters to ever do it. And uh, like I said previously earlier on in the podcast, to be able to get in my first World Series with someone like Brad Rona. Um, yeah, it's that's it's special, man. Excellent. Uh, next is uh, Thomas Macchia. Yeah, good coach. Um, it, it was the, my coach of the Junior World Series. Um, he's still playing um, on, the, on the circuit here today. Um, but I guess didn't really get to see him in his, in his prime. Hmm. Um, but yeah, from what I've heard, again, one of the greatest to do it. Awesome. Uh, next, Josh Pettit. Pettit, good pitcher. Yeah, very good pitcher. Probably, yeah, one of the, the premium pitchers in the world, to be fair. Um, yeah. Throws it hard. Um, yeah, and, and good bloke. Right on. Yeah, he's a kind of an unorthodox wind-up, like, or not wind-up, delivery. Like, uh, I watched yeah. a video of him today, and it's kind of like, I don't know. It's like he's like tucked in, but a man, he delivers it. Zings it. Yeah, he yeah. brings it hard. Yeah, big time. Uh, next, Nathan Nukanuku. Yeah, I mean, he's probably had the biggest influence on my career. Um, he's been the the coach at my club side for the last six or seven years, um, and obviously he's been um, in the Black Sox with me throughout my what four four or five years I've been in there since since I was selected. So. Um, 
yeah, he's been a huge influence on my career. Right on. Fantastic. And last on the docket, you may know him, Rise Evans. Yeah. <laughs> my brother, Reese. Um, yeah. Well, not the best of blokes. Um, I love that. No, he's not too bad. <laughs> no, I mean, he's sort of an up-and-coming player on the New Zealand circuit. Um, and, yeah, fingers crossed he, he plays well over the next couple of years and, and gets a look in for, for the Black Sox um, for the Home World Series. But, yeah, just a good dude, to be fair. Yeah, right. <laughs> so how, how's, like like you said, how, how's his uh, progression coming along? Like, obviously, he's he's moving up the ranks there. Yeah, over the last couple of years, he's, he's really progressed and, and sort of starting to play well on, on the on the local circuit and even the national circuit. Um, yeah, and really knocking on the door for a Black Sox spot. Awesome. Right nice on, to man. play with your brother. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be that'd be amazing, you know. Yeah. being a, yeah. Especially if he gets to, you know, play in 2022 for you guys to play at home together. That'd be yeah, unreal. Home, yeah, yeah, that'd be yeah. incredible for sure. Anyway, pal, I'd like to... Uh, Thank you for coming on the podcast, man. This is uh, we've we've talked about having you on, and for you to come on and do this is uh, greatly appreciated. No, no worries. Thanks for having me. Hey, remember this date too, because in ten years, when you're thirty-two, yeah, and if we're still doing the podcast, hopefully <laughs> we are. We'll have you on again, and then we'll get to talk about how you're successful and all that good stuff, and you'll be of age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, talk about a few more. Uh, World Series wins. Ah, uh, yeah, for exactly, sure. Exactly, pal. All right, cool. Thanks, luck, for, cool. thanks for coming on, pal. All right, fellas. Thanks very much. Best All right, luck, take, take care. care. Cheers. All right, man. Good mate, mate. Good mate. Yes. Looked uh, just a quick one. Yeah, it was quick. Wait, what we talked about it before is twenty two. Yeah. Like, how can we talk about too much stuff about him? And it's not fair to all of our older people to pump this kid's tires. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's he's you know, bright future ahead of him. He's got such a great uh, quality, obviously, because he's a captain of the national team at 22 years old. Yeah. So there's a lot of trust and faith put into this guy. Um, I'm looking forward to watching his career blossom and oh, hopefully fun. he does get over, like we said, to uh, the IC level just to, you know, we'll be able to watch him a little bit more. Not that we're at the game, so at least yeah. they're telling us. Well, I, I, it's going to be interesting, you know, if he, if he does get over IC, how many all worlds he's going to rack up. Yeah. I wonder where he'll land. Why don't we, let's make a bet right now. We should do a, we should do a poll. Why not? Okay, let's do it. We'll do a, Where will Cole Evans land? Man, uh, Greg Leather's going to be all over this. Like he's going to be with the Gremlins. Yeah. Hey, Greg Leather, <laughs> <laughs> you want us to pump your tires, yeah. Greg Leather? <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, uh, like, uh, like we talked about it. Can you imagine being seventeen years old, no. being thrown into the worlds? I'm still playing with GI Joes and whacking off all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said that, no, but nah, well. the GI Joe part, I mean, oh. <laughs> I'm going to have a cough. Sorry. Fit. Don't have a coughing fit. Oh, there. Coughing all fit. Right, we're good. <coughs> oh. All right, Randy. I'll, I'll close up the podcast. Oh, just, uh, <laughs> oh, you can't go into your fucking coughing fit. Kim Kearns. Who? <laughs> Kim Kearns. She has a raspy voice. Look her up. YouTuber. You're on Google all the time. Okay. I will. Anyway, uh, what do we get on the go? We get, uh, yeah, so this that was a great podcast. Yeah. Uh, so that's coming out when? A couple weeks? No, that's next Monday. That's what I meant. Next Monday. And well, uh, what else we got to go? It's coming out next Monday. We're talking about this right now. It's out. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a great podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> continuity, You're man. Fucked. Continuity. You're fucked. I always said continuity. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so who do we have coming up anyway? We have Timmy Mac. Timmy Mac next. Yeah, Timmy Mac's coming that. up. That's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a good talk. We have you know a lot of personal ties with him and uh, yeah, a lot of 
big name on the local scene. Yeah. He grew up. He, he's from Windsor, is he? Newport. Newport. Believe, yeah, yeah. yeah. Newport corner. So yeah, be able to, you know, jump back in the day and see what, uh, see what he has to say there. And then yeah. after Timmy, uh, we got the uh, Joey Lai from the oh, yes. Canadian women's Olympic team coming on. Yeah. And, uh, then we have Yusuf, Yusuf Davis Jr. Right. from the U.S. national team coming and, on. Oh, one thing too. So for for our people that listen to our podcasts, and we really appreciate everybody that does. Our downloads have been fantastic. Um, we're really pushing to get Sean Cleary and Adam Fulkert on this podcast. <laughs> so any of our friends that are out there that listen and know these guys, and I know you do, pump their tires for us. Let them know that you know you've been on the podcast yourself, perhaps, and it's not bad. It's very relaxed and I'm sure they listen to it too. So Adam, Sean, we'd love to get you on. You both think you have nothing to talk about. You're both two of the top pitchers in the world. We want to get you guys on. 100%. Yes. And if we have to talk Australian the whole time, we will, Adam. And if we have to talk New Phoenician the whole time, we will. Bye. <laughs> Freak's sake. And we won't talk about Lolly. Well. <laughs> of course we fucking will. <laughs> anyway, uh, actually, before we end... This classified song we're ending with, I actually had to bring this up. We're ending with uh, It Ain't Over. Right. And it came out in 2007 on the While I Was Sleeping album. Right. Now, funny thing is, I heard this back in like 99 or 2000. And I was like, there's no way this came out in 2007 because I can remember hearing this. Yeah. This is the first song by classified I've ever heard. Right. And I was like, this is amazing. Because, you know, it has the, the sample from... Uh, who is crowded host? The right. Don't dream it. Don't sing, man. Don't sing. I, well, I had to do that. Okay. Can't believe my voice just went there. But uh, <laughs> anyway, asswab. That's the one we're in. And I actually sent uh, sent classified a message before this podcast yeah. and asked him about the the date. And he's like, "Yeah, ninety nine, I think." So wow. So I was right in my uh, you know ninety nine <laughs> two thousand era. So anyway, let's uh, let's end the podcast with a little classified. It, is it a little classified, but it ain't over. It ain't over. Oh, happy Easter, buddy. Oh, yeah. But Easter's over. Yeah, it isn't. Continuity. Not yet. All right, man. Okay, buddy. See you, pal. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yo, I finally got the truth from ya And took a bit, you'll recognize wow. The classified was never one to mess around with lies huh. It ain't my nature, total behavior Be opposite, dropping it I'll be the dopest MC rocking uh. it Composer tracks, got your mind in the days And got you wondering how I can flip it every which way Lots of practice Hey yo, class brings tactics That make you bounce around like you and your girl on the mattress Son, I'll stop you in your track with your weak style And you can speak foul, but can you really freak pal? Too many MCs on the mic sound the same It's kinda funny though, cause they're the ones that found the fame So what's I say, about the world and the music business I guess it's all about the bank and how much money's in it And half life is like half broke I gotta work the 9 to 5 to put my own records out It ain't a problem yo, keeps me focused on the mic It makes my skills tight, it feels right to shake the light So I'ma break it for the million MCs speaking raps They never see no money, no fame or no contract And yo, you know most of us won't See a million bucks, most of us will end up broke To me, that's what it ain't about yo, I live for it Hip-hop, what's the best you can give for it? Ha, ha, ha
sun Another ten minute rapper We're only in the game because it's friends in it Blast your weapons that leave your brain intoxicated If duplicated, I'ma start this off and instigate it So watch yourself, or catch a lyric to that dome in seconds I use my microphone to tear MCs apart in sections I use my mind to amplify the situation needed And put them all together when my destination meet it And now I'm at the spot for sure convinced it was never about talking it All about rocking it and dropping it From late at night to early morning Rappers on the mic when DJs focus on the core and change It's got my mental doing flips You come and do this game, think it's easy, y'all can do this So put the mic down, let an empty like me kick it Flip it, rip it, that's how I hit it, ha!